Hello, and welcome to the Brown School News Podcast, episode number 11. This is the place where we will update you on what is happening in our Brown School community. I'm your host, Ms. Melanie McGann, and in this episode, we will catch up on some of the week's news and then get a glimpse of what's going on in some of our classrooms. Let's get started. In this week's news, we have an open house for prospective families as well as a walkabout for current families scheduled for Thursday, February 6th from 4 to 6 p.m. Whether you'd like to see what's been happening in your child's current classroom, you want a sneak peek at what's coming up for next year, or you're simply new to Brown School and want to get more information, this is the night for you. More information will be coming home soon, so save the date. On Monday, January 27th, many of the major book awards, such as the Seibert, Geisel, Caldecott, and Newberry, were awarded. In preparation for this special day, Mrs. Anderson helped our students to explore some of the award-worthy literature so that they could give out their own Brown School Awards and compare their versions of distinguished books to those chosen by the official committees. One of the special groups that looked at the Newberry Award winners was the Book Buzz Group. Let's listen in as members of the group explained the Book Buzz group to the entire student body at a morning meeting. The Book Buzz Club has been reading books that has have gotten buzz for the upcoming 2020 Newbery Awards. We have met every Wednesday to talk about our latest reads and to generate more buzz around our favorite books. Our group of 16 members in grade 5 through 8 has read a total of 193 books since the middle of November. Yesterday, any member of the group who read, read at least five books was invited to be part of a, the selection committee. Each member of the committee shared their favorite book and reasons why they felt it was a distinguished book deserving of our Brown School Walk Newberry Award. After several rounds of voting, we came up with our winner and three honorable mentions. Here are a few snippets from the selection committee meeting where students explained their thoughts on their favorite books and what made them distinguished. Um, my favorite book this year was The Bridge Home. It was very interesting and appealing to read. But there are definitely parts of it that are like true and actually going on, but it kind of shows those in a very appealing way. Um, and I know one of the like things is that it's appealing to middle schoolers, so I think that this book definitely is appealing to middle schoolers. Mm-hmm. I like The Line Tender a lot, too, and, <laughs> like, I agree that it was really, like, different from a lot of books, and I like that it wasn't just, like, what's usually popular around now, like, fantasy and stuff. I liked it, and... I feel like I wouldn't have liked it as much if there was more action in it. That, that, um, it was a real time in history that actually happened, that it was different, and it was, it was, it was, it's not often that you'll find a book that is very into the details on historical events. There's always some parts they miss out. But I feel like that book kind of got in really deep into... And you could also see how much the character grew from being, like, not even talking to the one guy to, like, becoming, like, best friends with him. I also like Wiper because, like, I kind of thought it helped you understand, like, what it was like 
during World War II from different perspectives. And even though it was sad at some point, it kind of helped you understand more like how much the book changed from beginning to end. Like in the beginning it was a fairy tale, in the end it was not at all. And um, I liked how they kind of like connected what it was like back then to now. And like unlike most books, it didn't have a happily ever after really. So it just like stood out from the rest of the books that I read. In the end, and after much deliberation, the selection committee finally came to their decisions on the titles that they chose as the Brown School winners and honorable mentions. Let's listen in as the group unveiled their choices to the student body. Our third honorable mention is about two young foxes who are separated from their lairs. In order to find home, they must venture through fields and forests facing unspeakable things that dwell in the darkness. Written by Christian McKay Heidecker, the Third honorable award goes to Scary Stories for Young Foxes. It's upside down. <laughs> Thank you. Our second honorable mention is set in India and tells the story of four homeless children who find family in each other as they make a home for themselves on a bridge. The second honorable mention goes award goes to The Bridge Home, written by Pamela Venkatram. Our first honorable mention is a graphic novel about a Jewish girl hidden away by a family in a Nazi-occupied France during World War II. Written by R.J. Palacio, the first honorable award goes to White Bird. And lastly, our Brown School Mock Newberry Award goes to a story of a girl learning to overcome personal tragedy with the help of family and friends by continuing the research started by her marine biologist mother. Written by Kate Allen, our award goes to the line tender. Special congratulations were given to Emily, who has participated in the Book Buzz Club for the past four years, and to Carolyn, who read and ranked all 35 titles that were presented as options for the group. We are already looking forward to next year's Book Buzz Club, which will start next November. It wasn't only the Book Buzz Club that was looking for distinguished books. The first graders also wanted to share their experience of looking for the next Geisel Award winner. Here they are to explain their process and give you their final choice for the Geisel Award. The first graders are members of the 2020 Guys Award Committee. We look forward to comparing our, our winner with the committee winner. We answered questions about beginning reader books that were published in 2019. The books had to have at least 24 pages and no more than 96 pages. We colored a picture of characters in each book. We answered a question to the illustrations help tell the story. We also answered the question, is the book nonfiction or fiction? We also answered questions, is the book interesting or boring, and do you think the book is, should win the Geisel Award? Our class chose Fox and Chick, The Quiet Boat Ride, and other stories to 
Lord. Moving on to talk about reading with our youngest students, everyone knows that reading is important for these young children. However, there is a big difference between reading a book to children and the interactive reading to a small group that a read-aloud entails. Reading aloud helps children to develop vocabulary knowledge, knowledge about print, knowledge of story structure, comprehension, and knowledge of literate language that characterizes written text. Children best learn these skills when the read aloud is interactive. During read aloud experiences, children develop a love for reading and understanding that books are powerful tools used to gain information, increase understanding, and provide enjoyment. Let's listen in as Mrs. Mossy does a read aloud with some of the preschool children and we'll hear their interactions with the story. So tell me. It's by them. What did they do? They're the title. This is the title, the grumbler. They're the author. And author. And the author does what? The author. Words. The words. Who does the pictures? What are they called? Illustrators. The illustrator. And they make really good pictures. The gruffalo. They do make good pictures. A mouse took a stroll through the deep, dark wood. A fox saw the mouse, and the mouse looked good. Where are you going to, little mouse? Come and have no, lunch in my underground house. house. It's terribly kind of you, fox, but no. I'm going to have lunch with a... Gruffalo. Uh-oh. A gruffalo? What's a gruffalo? A gruffalo, why didn't you know? He has terrible tusks. We know that word. What does tusks mean? Teeth. And terrible jaws. And terrible teeth in his terrible jaws. Where are you meeting him? Here by these rocks. And his favorite food is roasted, roasted fox. fox. <gasps> oh, roasted fox, oh my, fox said. Goodbye, little mouse. And away he sped. What does it mean to speed? rock fed? Away he sped. What does that mean? Speed run. Speed run. Yes, run fast. <coughs> Silly old fox, doesn't he know? There's no such thing as a grumble. Yes, there is. <laughs> In the book, there is. On went the mouse through the deep dark wood. And the owl saw the mouse, and the mouse looked good. Mm-hmm. Where are you going to, little brown mouse? Join me for tea in my treetop house. It's frightfully nice of you, owl. But no, I'm going to have tea with a gruffalo. A gruffalo? What's a gruffalo? A gruffalo, why, didn't you know? No, I did not know. He has knobbly knees and turned out toes and a poisonous wart at the end of his nose. Where are you meeting him? Here by this and his favorite food is, is owl ice cream. Owl ice cream. Mm-hmm. Owl ice cream. Mm-hmm. Chewy, doo-hoo. Goodbye, 
little mouse, and away Owl flew. Our third graders used their reading skills to research customs in Mexico as part of their country studies. Here are two of the groups presenting their final poster projects to the class. Navidad by Rose, Riley, and Alan. Costumed children lead a candlelight procession from house to house, singing songs, asking for shelter. When they find a fa when they find a family that will give them shelter, they place statues of Mary and Joseph in the family's enrichment. Navidad is celebrated on December 16th. Children lead people into the church and place a figure of Christ's child in the nativity scene. And everyone goes to the midnight mass. After the midnight mass, they shoot fireworks to light up the sky. In the nine nights before Navidad, people act out Mary and Joseph's journey to Bethlehem. This is called posadas. Children pay, play with pinatas filled with candy and toys. On the 20th and the 12th night, families eat a ring-shaped cake. Whoever gets the slice with the baby Jesus hopes it's a Molly party on February the 2nd. by Stephen, Parker, Ava F., and Samantha. On the day of the celebration, Mexicans remember the Battle of Puebla, fought on May 5th, 1862. The Battle of Puebla is famous because Mexico was not supposed to win. Mexico was very outnumbered, but they still won the battle against the French army. France invaded Mexico to rob their money. On May 5th, people eat special foods and have par parades and parties to celebrate. At the parades, people have big bands and play Mexican music. You can also celebrate Cinco de Mayo by decorating your house or serving Mexican foods such as chips, salsa, or tamales. Cinco de Mayo is not a national holiday in Mexico, but in Puebla, where the battle was held, it is a national holiday. Cinco de Mayo is celebrated in different ways around the world. While the third graders have been studying countries, our kindergarten students have been studying the Arctic. Let's listen in as some of the students tell us facts that they've learned about Arctic animals. Lemmings dig a lot. Arctic hares eat grass. Arctic foxes have good sense of hearing. Snowy owl have good sense of seeing. Blue gulls eat fish. Orcas swim up to breathe and they like to swim with packs. Recently, students in band, chorus, and guitar put on a fantastic winter concert for our Brown School community. Many months of practice went into the performances, which were enjoyed by all. Songs ranged from well-known pieces like Let It Snow to unique takes on old favorites like Frosty's Caribbean Holiday. We were treated to songs played on band instruments, guitar, and dulcimer, as well as choral performances in both English and Spanish. As we wrap up this podcast, you will be able to listen in on some of the wonderful selections as performed by our Brown School musicians. And that is all for this episode of the Brown School News Podcast. If you're looking for more information about anything you heard here today, you can check out our website at www.brownschool.org. To keep up with all of the latest happenings at Brown School, be sure to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And of course, you can keep up with our podcast by finding us and subscribing on SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, or Spotify. 
Thank you so much for listening, and we'll talk to you next time.